setbacks. They happen to all of us, and sometimes they take us by surprise. In fact, is it really a setback if you knew it was coming? If you could plan for it? I'm not sure. I don't think so. But I know that as writers, we must be prepared for setbacks. Sometimes things are going along exactly like we imagined they would, how we've planned for them. And then the unexpected hits. This week, I'm having my own experience of a setback. And that's that an interview I prepared for you didn't come out the way I needed it to. The audio wasn't up to the quality that I demanded be for your listening. And so I had to reach out to my interview guest and apologize that I failed to get the audio right. And that guest hadn't done anything wrong. They came prepared to the episode exactly the way I asked. And something just didn't quite work the way it was supposed to. But I thought it was the perfect opportunity. I've been missing having a conversation directly with you. And it's been on my heart a lot lately as I have been moving into new places with my writing and with this podcast. So today we're going to be talking about how you get through setbacks. If you enjoy what I'm doing here, as always, please do not rate or review the show. It doesn't do anything. Listen to it. Share it with a friend. That helps. And make sure that you push the follow button, no matter what platform you are listening on, so you know every time I release an episode, you've heard the shtick a thousand times. I'll always bring you new content on Wednesdays, but it's not uncommon for me to do a bonus episode on a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday. Thank you so much for listening in. You all mean a great deal to me, and I hope that these podcast episodes bring you tons of value, joy, and entertainment. Welcome to Create Collaborate, the show for creative writers aspiring to publish their first book. My name's Jody Spurman, and I'm determined to help you whether you self-publish or storm the gated walls of agents and editors. Today, I'm going to share with you the secrets I've learned from industry experts and how you can speed your path to publication. I want you to picture right now a setback that you have had recently in your writing life. Maybe you had to delete 50 pages out of a manuscript because you realized there just was no life in them. Or maybe you got a rejection from a program you applied to. Maybe you lost a contest to somebody else. Take a moment and think about that setback. What did it mean to you? How did you internalize the situation? Did it fuel you to work harder or Did it set you back on your heels? Did you need to take a few days to reorient yourself and try to push forward again? I know that for me, setbacks often feel like stop signs. I want to sit down in a dark room and hide when something comes against me. But there's also a part of me in those moments that I have a deep desire to overcome and to prove to the person or the institution that rejected me that I can do this. 
And if you're anything like me, you feel the pull of those two impulses. Is there a best way for you, for us, to confront the setbacks, to use them for thriving, and to move forward, having learned from the experience, having grown from the experience, to increase the likelihood that the next time we face a similar situation, we find ourselves met not with rejection, but with acceptance. So today I'm going to share with you three quick tips for how you meet those moments of setback to move through them and grow from them. And the first step that we take to overcome our setbacks and grow from them is to have clear goals. Now I know there are going to be a lot of you out there today who are thinking, I don't set goals because they put too much pressure on me and I can't thrive as an artist when I'm under pressure. And that may be true to an extent. However, the other side of a clear goal that is within your control and is achievable is that it removes stress because a setback doesn't mean we're not going to achieve our dreams. It doesn't mean we're not going to have the kind of success that we've always wished for. It only means that our timeline is changed or stretched or challenged. Having a goal allows you to know where you are in time based on the setback that you just received. And when you're able to gauge the size of the setback, you're able to see what you need to do to recover from it. And the vision you get from understanding how the setback affected you has the ability to calm you, to center you, and to protect you from unneeded anxiety and stress. So I urge you, create manageable goals. You might be asking, so Jody, what are ways to make manageable goals? I hate goals. I don't want to make them. I've never made them. If, if I'm even going to attempt to make them, I definitely need to understand the best way to do that. So here's an idea or a framework to work from. Think about goals and three different time periods. Have your ultimate goal. Where do you want to be? Do you want to be a best-selling author? Do you want to be a cult classic author? Know in your mind where you sit in relation to your readers? Do you want your close friends and family to read your work? Knowing that ultimate goal helps you set up the goals on the shorter term scale. But one thing I do caution you about is in between the big goal and all of the smaller goals, you want to stay away from the once popular five-year goal. And the reason for that is because we can't think in five years. Think back five years ago, to who you were. And I guarantee no matter where you are right now, who you were five years ago is unpredictable. And the place you were in your life, you couldn't possibly imagine where you were going to be now, five years ago. So don't worry about five-year goals. And maybe that's why you're stressed and you feel anxiety around goals because you've always been taught them the wrong way. Instead, think about goals on a shorter term. We're talking months, weeks, and days, and be realistic. Do you want to know my goal for this month? 
My goal for this month is to grow my podcast by 10%. The number of listeners that listen to my podcast, I want 10% more this month than I had last month. And that is a continuing goal every month. Whatever I hit this month, if it's more or less than 10%, I reset the clock and I want 10% growth. More people listening because I'm doing this to reach an audience. My other goal right now is I've been growing Twitter. You're familiar with that. So my goal for Twitter right now is to double the number of people following me. That is a huge goal. But based on the growth I've had over the last 45 days, I feel like it's manageable. Those are monthly goals. In order to do that, I broke down the number of podcast listens I need a day. And some days, like today, for example, I have really low listen totals compared to where I need to be. But yesterday, I was about 50% over. Having an idea of where I am in time helps me not to feel stress. I know goals aren't sexy, but setting them can really help you. And your destination, it is sexy. So set goals to help you shield yourself from setbacks. The second thing you want to do to shield yourself from setbacks is to seek motivation. Don't seek watery motivation, shallow motivation, but seek motivation that moves you deeply. Some of the things that are incredibly helpful for me happen to be music, other books, other podcasts. Those three things for me create a well of motivation to do what I'm doing and to not feel defeated. I know that if somebody's out there creating a great podcast right now, that it's doable. And I know if they can produce great content, I can produce great content. But also the motivation is, wow, that person is doing something amazingly well. And I am motivated to emulate and try to do that. So that's a huge piece of motivation. Seek motivation. Music, it just moves your emotions. Let things move your emotions. Don't try to always stay centered. Probably from week in and week out, you hear that I'm a fairly measured person. I do, in a public way, try to modulate how my emotion comes across. I'm not sure why I do that. That's probably something I need to work on. So I'm going to put a pin in that, take a note. We'll talk about it at a later time. But you want to think about your emotions. Let them be moved by music. You know already what you listen to that gets you going, and you know what you listen to that maybe drags you down a little bit. Avoid the things that drag you down. Even if they feel kind of good, like a rainy day feels kind of nice sometimes, when you're already up against a wall and you are facing setbacks, you want to pick the stuff that gets you motivated to work hard and stay focused. And just one side note here, I said the, the, the phrase work hard, that's different than hard work. We want to do smart work, but this is, this is putting your best effort forward when you're putting effort forward. Find what motivates you, chase it, use it as much as you need to, to stay focused and moving forward in the face of a setback. We've set goals and we've sought motivation. What is the third thing we do to protect ourselves against setbacks? 
to turn setbacks into opportunities. We help others. I hope if you've listened to enough of this podcast, that's a recurring theme that you're starting to pick up on because it's useful in many ways. If you want to thrive and overcome a setback, help others. Make it a regular part of your life. Help others even when you're not in the midst of a setback, but especially in moments where you feel you've run into a major setback. Instead of closing off and moving away from other people, instead of hiding, instead of being ashamed or embarrassed because something didn't go the way you wanted it to, take that moment to move forward and help someone else. Seek out an opportunity to help someone else. There's a part of you that might be thinking, how does that get me anywhere? I'm going to sacrifice my time. I'm going to be working for somebody else's dream and not my own. And it's just going to exhaust me. I understand. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking from the metaphorical me all the time. So the objections that, that I raise on your behalf are the objections I feel. You might not even feel those things. You might not have a trouble moving forward to help other people. But for me, I, I always am thinking like, what's in it for me? It's strange that I can have that conflict of what's in it for me, but know it's important to help others and go forward and try to do that authentically. And I believe that even if you struggle with helping others out of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Altruistic perspective. If you help others, it doesn't matter what your motivations are. So get out and do it. Don't question your motivations, but you will see that by helping others, you're able to move through setbacks that you didn't expect to have resilience to move through. So here we are at the end. It was a fairly quick hitting, fast moving, reserved, calm episode. Just talking me to you about how we overcome setbacks. We set goals for ourselves. We found motivation and we helped other people. Those are the three things you can do today. If you feel a setback, if you woke up and had that rejection in your inbox, if you went to work and realized that you weren't going to get your writing time in like you hoped, if you received the novel that you ordered in the mailbox and it's wet because of the rain. Well, you can return that. So that's not really a setback, but whatever it might be, any setback in life, you can fight back and you can find the opportunity that is beyond the setback. If you just focus on those three things again, thank you so much for being part of the community, for listening, for contributing to other writers and for producing amazing writing that is going to entertain, transform, and change lives. I know that it feels crazy if you write thrillers that you can transform somebody's life. But I want to remind you that even an escape from the daily grind may save a life. So do everything you're doing to the best of your ability. And we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening today. And remember, you should never feel bad for telling the truth. So get out there and write. And if you've got a killer story, apply to be a guest on our show. 
Email me at jodyjsperling at gmail.com or find me on Facebook, Jody J. Sperling. And hey, there's no point in telling stories if nobody's listening. Thank you.